Welcome to the Starter Girls podcast, the show dedicated to the starter girl. She's an achiever. She's a creator. She's a magic maker. She's a dreamer. And she is doing all the things. I'm your host, Jennifer Loading, and welcome to this episode. So welcome, guys. Here we are, another episode of Starter Girls Podcast. I'm so excited about my guest today, and I'm going to say this before we even get started. You're going to want to head over because he's going to be featured on Behind the Dreamers, so you're going to want to make sure you get over there and hear his story because he has done so many incredible things. And on that episode, we talk about everything, and he was such a great (laughs) guest, and I love his story. So I wanted to bring him on Starter Girls to really dive into some topics that I think really apply to all of us, no matter where we are in life, whether we're female or male, I think they're important and they help us. And he goes by Doc because that's how he sends me emails all the time. So I feel like I need to call him that. He is awesome. He's a chiropractor. He has got, you know, bachelor's in education or bachelor's in science. I'm sorry, master's in educational leadership. Um, He's got a doctor of chiropractic and master of strength and performance from Parker University. And I know the thing that I was so impressed with him is that he is currently coaching a girls powerlifting team here in North Texas. Mm-hmm. I think that was the thing that I was so blown away with because not only does he have a large number of girls in this program, but all of them, all 27 of them, and I keep talking to people about this, actually <laughs> qualified to go to regionals. Yep. So I am just, I think he's just doing cool things. So welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you for having me back. Thank so Give us an update. What's going on with these girls and the powerlifting? Did they did we go to regionals yet? Is this happened? Yeah, or is we, it coming up? Yeah, we we uh, had regionals two weeks ago, and so uh, we were in the process of getting ready for state. State is next week. Uh, out of my uh, twenty seven girls, we ended up having eighteen finished with medal placements. Um, we finished first in team, and uh, I got coach of the year for the second year in a row, and then. Uh, we ended up with 10 making it out to state. We were hoping for about 13, maybe 14, and we had 10 that managed to make it out to state. So and we're actually in a really good position. Uh, there's two other big schools that we are competing against uh, in the state competition to uh, try to come out and win state. So we're, we're in the mix with it. Um, we've got six of the 10 that are in really, really good spots to be able to help us accomplish that. And wow. uh, so, yeah, it's next uh, Friday of next week. And, you know, it's game on. So I love it. I think this is just so awesome. And wow, still like really good numbers. I mean, this is so awesome to see this many of them actually qualifying and placing in this. I mean, that's just to me, I think is huge. It says a lot about you as yeah. a coach and the girls that you're working with. Yeah, I appreciate it. I, I, I put it on more on them because, you know, and this is what I tell them. I said, you know, when I met with my seniors at the beginning of the year, I told them, I said, this is your team. And, and this is about the legacy that you leave uh, where this team is concerned. And how do you want it to end? How do you want these uh, juniors and below to remember you on your way out? And so we developed that leadership culture within it. And, and I, want the, I want the seniors to take responsibility for that and, and, and understand that it, their leadership is extremely important on the success or failure of the team. And, and they, this, this group of seniors that I have this year is extremely special. They, they have really you know, taken off with that. My past senior groups, I've always had a couple that are like really take it and embrace it and try to, and then the other ones just kind of, you know, just kind of sit in the wings and are a little bit more passive. This one, I have a good group. I have eight girls that are graduating. That's, that's a huge number for us, but you know, hopefully we'll have some more that are going to come in and replace them on the back end. But, um, 
you know, all eight strong leadership skills, uh, very different personalities, but very, and very different approaches to things. But, you know, all eight uh, really taking ownership of the team and, and making sure that the younger ones are, you know, ready and, and know what they're supposed to do and, and helping facilitate, you know, them getting, being successful and, and leaving a legacy with the program. So, yeah. And it's, and it's such great leadership skills really to carry through life. It's like, they're learning this stuff at this age. They'll be able to carry this through whatever they do in their mm-hmm. careers and their lives, you know, in their relationships, everything that they do going forward. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, and then that's what I tell them too. I said, listen, I said, you know, when I had my meeting with them, I said, look, this is not about powerlifting. This, uh, if you leave here and you never pick up another weight again, I said, so be it. I said, the important things that I want you to walk out of this are the stuff that you are going to be able to take with you for the rest of your life. Self-discipline, you know, a, a, a drive to succeed, goal setting, uh, being able to block out and focus at important key times in your life and be able to block the noise out, um, the leadership skills and development, and being able to work with people and take people and, and continue to work and develop them so that they can help you better and and when when I present it to them like that and get them to understand that, it's a completely different mindset for them and how they approach approach everything yeah. they do. Yeah. It's interesting that you say that because it, you know, there's a part in my program that I'm building out where I'm actually talking about core values. And mm-hmm. I feel like these are kind of those right there that we're talking about. Yep. But a lot of times when people talk about core values, and I had no idea we were going to go there with this right now, but this is really good because <laughs> when we talk about core values, a lot of times people talk about things like having integrity, right? Like, and, and, you and I, I've said this on a different show, and I think you and I have similar values, but integrity could mm-hmm. look like very different things to different people, right? Yeah. And so yeah. one of the things that I'm talking about in my program is that you have to turn, and Simon Sinek actually talks about this, you have to turn your core values into action statements, things that these mm-hmm. people can, like in your case, your girls, can understand what that looks like. You know, like what does integrity, and it looks very different in the different things that we're doing. It may be showing up on time, doing what you say you're going to do. It may be treating customers with respect, or in your case, it may be supporting your team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like what you're talking about right now is really kind of that. They have these ideas that are kind of actionable steps that they can look at and go, okay, I can do this. That's what that means. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's, you know, one of the big, biggest things that I try to preach to them as well, it's part of the core value system that we have is character. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I tell them character is not who you are when somebody's watching. It's who you are and what you're doing when somebody's not watching. Right. You know, what, what is your, and that kind of ties in with integrity, but you know, the character comes down to, do you have the self-discipline to go out and go run those couple laps that I need you to go run when nobody's standing there watching you do it? Right. You know, are you going to, are you going to stretch? Are you going to maintain, you know, your nutrition levels so that you can keep your weight balanced? And, uh, because we, we do have to operate within weight classes. And right. so the girls ha- do have to watch their weight and, and, you know, we emphasize proper nutrition. We don't want them doing extreme things, trying to cut weight or that type of stuff that some people will hear about on the news. Right. And, and we don't want our girls doing that. We want them to, you know, also exercise a healthy lifestyle and, and learn how to maintain that. Yeah. 
I like it. I like it. Well, this is so good. And I wanted to, I would did definitely wanted to bring all that up because I feel like that's such a huge, I know it's for you, it's a huge and important thing. It's a big part of what you're doing, but I think it's so yeah. relevant even on this show that we're talking about, because this is, you know, we have a lot of, I, I feel like we have a lot of people that listen to this show, but it is supposed to be like our women creators and entrepreneurs and all those, dream, you know, those that are in there. But so I think that this yeah. is something that can resonate with them. I really want mm-hmm. to talk, you know, because I know you have a book and you're writing another one. I know we talked about that on the other show and you and I were kind of talking off like you know what do we feel like is so important you have so many great topics and i think can add value in so many different areas to the different people that you touch and even our audience here but i'd like to really Mm -hmm. dive into this you know these different components related to success and perseverance because these girls and what you're doing even in your own work and what you're teaching with these girls is all really about you know what does this success look like you touched upon some of that the leadership you know and having this this perseverance so i would love to hear some of that you know from you your take on that yeah. Um, and, and, you know, everything that I teach with them, and this is about being consistent, uh, you know, which is actually a value as well, being consistent and how you do things and what you do and who you are. And, um, you know, I want I want these girls to be able to, you know, take these same values that are taught as for business success. You can apply the same concepts within your own family, being consistent, effective communication, goal setting having a set of core values that you, and, and when I look at core values, I look at it from the standpoint, this is what you make your decisions by. So when you encounter a situation, an offer, an opportunity, anything along those lines, you take it and match that up to your core values and see if they match up. If they don't match up with your core values, you don't do it. And and that's what I try to teach these girls as well. That's the way we've run our family. And, and I try to teach kids that I've interacted with and even when I've had the opportunity to be able to work with business professionals and, and look at how they're doing things with their businesses concerned or they're having, you know, management issues with personnel and, and things like that. A lot of times if we go back and we look at those those key elements uh, across the board that I just listed off, those are missing. And, yeah. and you know, if you want if you want to have longevity, if you want to keep great employees, you're not going to keep them if, if they don't feel valued and, and right. feel like they're an integral, important part of the team. They have to be included and they have to know that when they produce, they're going to be recognized for that. And so it's the same thing with my power lifters. Their individual effort is recognized when they walk out there on that platform. I can't go lift that weight for them. Right. And, it, you know, it's up to them. And so, you know, it, it's, it's interesting how when I started really looking at this and studying it and really I've been a student of leadership for a long time. And it's amazing how you can take these same basic principles that you go to all these business seminars and everything else, and you can apply it to every area of your life. And and I don't understand why some people find it difficult, but when you really step back on on some people, they exercise what I call social schizophrenia. Mm. So what that is, is that, you know, they're one way at work. They have a set of values that operate at work. They have a different set of values that they operate and they have a different personality when they're at home. They have yeah. a different personality when they're out with their friends. Another one when they're at work, you know, instead of being consistent in who you are across the board, across all platforms and have the same consistent set of values that you operate by across all these platforms. Um, you know, you're going to you're going to have more balance. You're going to be more efficient in what you do. Um I actually thought about this on the way to on, on my way to work this morning. You know, I've, I've talked about present time consciousness. You you should always be trying to focus on what you're doing at the time that you're doing it. 
And something that occurred to me this morning is present time effort as well. Um, You know, people, you know, I actually put a post out this morning that talked about, you know, what's your effort level? You know, are you putting out 75% effort level into this and then only 60% in that? And then, you know, but if you're going to the grocery store and you're hungry, you're going to put 100% effort to get back home. If you apply that same effort level, you're only going to get about three quarters of the way home and then stop. Um, You know, why would you not be that way in every area of your life, especially when you have goals that you want to do, dreams that you're trying to accomplish for your life? And um, if you want a business and, you know, if you're not putting putting the proper amount of effort into it at the time that needs to be applied, then you're only going to get the result back that you put into it. Um, And then when you go home, you know, it should be the same thing for your family. And, you know, a lot of times people have problems, have a difficulty balancing between home, work, you know, and I'm, and I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm just as guilty. I'm very easily a workaholic. Um, and I have to make a conscious effort to put it down so that my family gets the attention that they need for me and, and making sure that everybody gets their, their needs that met that they need. Um, and, and it has to be a conscious effort, but, and it's a daily effort. Every day is a new day. Um, you know, if mistakes are made, you can't continue to to ponder on the mistakes that were made yesterday. You know, make the apologies, make get the forgiveness, you know, forgive yourself, forgive the others or whatever else that needs to happen with that. And then move on and get back into the present with your effort and your consciousness of what you're supposed to be doing at the time you're doing it. That's good. I like that you said at the very beginning, I was trying to pick up all the points you were talking about, but I liked at the beginning that you were talking about the social schizophrenia thing, because I've never heard it put that way. But I talk about the mm-hmm. same thing. It's that you can't how you do, you know, how you show up in one area of your life is really how you show up in all the areas. It may be manifesting very differently and they may be showing mm-hmm. up like what you said in different ways. Right. But yeah. I say that's where that cognitive dissonance sort of comes in because like your values, we know what our values are. Right. But we mm-hmm. deviate away from them. And that's what I think what you're talking about is when we show up those different ways. But the problem and that's why I think you're bringing it up is because we, we recognize that doesn't work. It's not going to work. It's going to catch up with you at some point and something mm-hmm. falls apart. Right. It, you, the gap yeah. starts coming in and people start finding out things and you start finding out things. And so, you know, that's why I always say, you know, how you do one thing is how you do all things. And that's what you're really saying is that we need to be consistent across the board and how we really show up. And, and, and I think that comes from all that stuff you're talking about with the consistent effort and, and putting in, and, and as I would say, these, all the pieces together, right? Like, I think you and I share a lot of the same ideas about how all these Mm -hmm. different it, it, like you were saying, it's not, it's not just about the power lifting. There's a lot to this. I mean, it's, it's mindset. It's mm-hmm. the leadership. There's all these pieces that come in. And so no matter what area we're in, whether it's a sport or it's business or whatever, right. These mm-hmm. principles really apply all across and how we show up in those one areas. If we get strong in those, we can start transferring that into those other areas. So I'm with cool. you. I like the languaging on that. I think we're saying kind of the same things, just using a little yeah. bit different language <laughs> with how we get that message across. But I over, and over say that like you have to get very committed to understanding what your values are because if you're doing things that are out of alignment you can show up those other ways in a different area but it's Mm going to catch up with you it is going to catch up and it may show up in your health it may show up in your relation it is going to find you eventually and it will manifest very very differently and you may not recognize until you get pinned against a wall and so Yep. I'm very big on that. I love it. There was something else I was going to ask you. It was so good. It was like you were talking about all these things. And I was like, ah, my brain is like lost <laughs> in all this stuff. It's good. Good. I like it. Um, 
So in talking about the perseverance, we talked about, you know, the, the discipline and any tips on that? Because I always say, you know, consi- I, I'm with you on the consistency. I think that that is huge. And I'm such a, I, I believe in like, you know, doing these small incremental changes that you add on over time so that mm-hmm. you get consistent and get those wins in and get that confidence built so that you can keep pushing to the next step. Yeah. So this is one thing that I was tell people that is important to do. It helps with the perseverance thing. People are, are task oriented. Um, and there's going to be days that you wake up and it's just like, I don't feel like it, but you can't allow that to become actionable. You know, it, you can allow that thought to come in for a minute, but then you need to quickly dismiss it. You need to have the discipline, self-discipline mentally. You know, you got to guard your thoughts that come in and the thoughts that come out. Um, especially first thing in the morning your your brain is most absorbent first thing in the morning. And so the information that you put in and uh, that you allow the messages that you allow to come in at that time in the morning are extremely important on how it's going to set your day. And especially if you've already woken up and you, know, you just have those days you wake up and you're just in a bad mood. You don't know why. And, and it's just that, that time, I don't feel like it. And then you're like, man, I got so much stuff to do today. Work off of a to-do list every night before, before you go to bed, sit down, you know, look at your to-do list. You may have to make some adjustments, reprioritize or whatever, and then make things that are reasonable as far as the amount of time that you have. A lot of times people put so much stuff on their list. They look at it, they get overwhelmed because they're looking at the big picture the whole time. Um, And then they look at all the little individual tasks that have to be done rather than just saying, you know what, this is what I know I can accomplish today and get those things accomplished. Um, you know, it may be, you may need to have a little bit longer coffee break or maybe take a little bit longer lunch or that type of thing to just kind of help get you through the day and do those things and then make up for it the next day. And, you know, put forth that extra effort. It's about managing what goes on between your ears, the perseverance thing. You know, I've, I've had to endure a lot of different, different aspects of scenarios that, you know, perseverance from a physical standpoint, perseverance and as far as an environment standpoint, um, you're always going to be dealing with problems. You're always in, in the beginning of a problem, in the middle of a problem, or coming out of a problem. And, and most times you're in all three phases at the same time, depending on what area of your life that it's coming out of. And those things are always going to be, be there. That's why I go back and reference that present time consciousness and present time effort. Deal with that at the time that it needs to be dealt with. But when you have other stuff in front of you, that's what you need to be locked in and focus on and quit thinking about those other things. Um, you know, like when all the work that I've done with athletes, you know, there's a sports psychology to, to, to that whole thing as well. And, you know, mistakes are going to happen. You know, you have, you'll have a play. So I make a mistake in a play. And what's going to distinguish a great athlete versus a regular athlete is their ability to be able to flush that mistake, forget about it, and move on to the next play and be ready for the next play mentally as well as physically versus they're still pondering on that mistake that was made. And then what's going to end up happening is, is that the next play is going to start and then they're going to make another mistake there. And then that one compounds. And then if they can't let it go, eventually what happens is you end up just getting pulled out of the play altogether and, and get sidelined. Um, yeah. and, and we can do that in any area of our life. You know, if, if you, you know, if you turn around and, you know, snap at your spouse or whatever, because you weren't thinking about it and weren't conscious about what was about to come out of your mouth, instead of allowing that to just continue to roll on and compound it and make excuses and those things, apologize for it, you know, and, and, you know, let's move on with the rest of the day and don't continue to sit there and, and ponder over it the rest of the day. 
Um, you know, we're all human. We're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to do those little things that, you know, um, you know, can kind of wreck our day if, if we allow it to. But, you know, the point is, is don't allow it to. That's when you persevere, drive through it. You know, just because you have one thing, bad thing happen in the morning doesn't mean that has to dictate the entire rest of your day. You know, yeah. continue to work through and start finding wins for the rest of the day. You know, it's good. It's good. I like that. I like that you talked about the to-do list too. I'm a big, big fan of to-do list. I make one out yeah. every single night. I heard something on, and, and Jordan Peterson, I don't know who, if he was mm-hmm. on Joe Rogan or where he was. And he was talking about when we set the expectation, we need to lower the expectation, Like, right? Not don't, don't make a goal, but don't make it yeah. so high that you can't achieve it. Right. Mm-hmm. Because then you don't. And then you have this like self-fulfilling prophecy. Right. Because you didn't think you yeah. were going to. So now you just confirmed that you couldn't. So I love the to do list. And I kind of present it from the angle of like, I love highlighters. I don't have a highlighter right now because I'm in my back room. But you would laugh if you saw my to do <laughs> list because I write one out every day. And I start off writing in the, in one direction. And by the end of the day, the, I'm right in this direction, this way, this way, this oh, yeah. way. But I love my highlighter because what I do is as I complete task, are you going to show me your to-do list? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I doodle on it. And because I think of things as I'm going, right? And I can't stop yeah. in the moment to take care of it. So I just write it down to get to it. But I take mm-hmm. my highlighter and as I get done with stuff, I just start marking it off. And I use it sort of as a reward system so that when I get mm-hmm. done, the objective for me is always to try to get through to, through it, right? But to your yeah. point, I've done it enough that I'm okay that if I don't finish, I'm not freaking out anymore because I recognize that this is just this. When I check things off, that's my reward. And so yeah. I love it because, like, at the end of the day, if I, it never happens, but if I have a day where <laughs> I get almost everything marked off with the highlighter, I am freaking excited because, like, I kicked butt for the day. Like, I just knocked it out of the park, you know? Yeah. So I agree with you. I think it's so powerful, but be realistic. Be realistic yeah. for sure. You know, it's something that somebody told me a number of years ago, um, you know, from a business standpoint, and, and it made sense. It actually gives me a little bit of comfort if I get to the end of the day and my to-do list is not complete, is that um, they said, if you ever get caught up in in the work that needs to be done where your business is concerned, you better worry. Mm. Because if you're constantly producing, constantly generating opportunities and constantly uh, developing You'll never get caught up. If yeah. you find yourself getting caught up, you, you better be concerned because, right. you know, there, yeah. there's I feel like that's per- I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was going to say, I feel like that's no, personal development, right? Like when we get to a place yeah. where we don't think we need to learn anymore, we should be concerned because if we think we know everything, we don't know everything and we probably should be concerned because we're about to get stagnant, right? So I feel it's yeah. the same thing that you're kind of saying. I always say it's like if you don't have a fire burning in your business, maybe I said that on the last time. I don't know, mm-hmm. but that's what I say because that's what my mentor says. It's like if you don't have a fire burning somewhere in your business, like right now or in your work that you're doing, that means you're not growing. You're, you're stagnant right now. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's good. I love it. Well, this has been so incredible. I'm so excited about, you know, like I, I know, to, like, you know, say again to our audience, you're going to want to head over to Behind the Dreamers to catch his story because we get into more stuff over there where we talk about what he's doing and he's doing such awesome stuff. I know he's starting to speak and train and do all these great things. I know you've got a new book coming out, which is going to be exciting. Mm-hmm. So that'll be fun too. So if our audience on this show, Starter Girls, it's a fun show, if they want to get in touch with you and you know, kind of keep up with what you're doing, maybe they want to learn from you, maybe they want to catch your book, whatever, where do we want to send them? Uh, we can go to my website. It's just drdavismcallister.com. Uh, make sure you spell McAllister right. It's one C, one A, one L. 
Uh, people try to add extra letters to my name for me, but uh, yeah, there's all kinds of resources on there. Uh, there's links to my books on that website, as well as video links and other interviews and things that I've done, other podcasts and summits. And um, and then uh, people are always welcome to email me. It's info at drdavismcallister.com. They can email me uh, and I will, will respond pretty quickly. So. Perfect. And we'll make sure to, whenever this gets out, I'll get the, the website in there so they know how to find it. We'll get the correct spelling. No extra okay. added letters. <laughs> Thanks for saying that. I had somebody come on one time and she had like, like double R's, double E's. It was like so funny. And I had one that had like all these G's and he's like, I have a lot of G's in my name. I'm like, you do have a lot of G's in your name. It was like, you know, so, but we'll make sure when this goes out that we get on, you know, get that all corrected for you. And I do want to say, you know, congratulations on the success with the girls. And then of course, you, you know, excited to see what happens going forward. You'll have to keep us posted, you know, like what's go, yeah. what goes on with state and all of that good stuff. I'm sure you guys will You'll have, I, I'm sure you guys will have a great time in the process. I, I think that you guys yeah. are doing some cool stuff and uh, good luck on all this upcoming, you know, the, the book and all the things that are happening going forward. We're excited for you. Thank you. Yeah. All right, guys. And of course, if you enjoy our show, you know, please be sure you go over, check us out on the, your favorite podcast platform. Of course, you can hit the subscribe button on YouTube so we can keep sharing all this awesome content. And uh, like we always say, take care of yourself. Be kind to one another. We will see you next time. 